Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com with another call in the podcast series. Today, my guest is Alicia Forrest. Alicia has devoted over a decade of her professional life to achieving excellence in entrepreneurship. She now brings her years of hands-on experience to help struggling online business owners break through their blocks to turn their businesses into six-figure mini-empires designed around the life they deserve and desire. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you, Connie. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, yes, because you are someone that I've been following for a long, long time since you were pregnant with Jackson. <laughs> and I know that that's how people tend to think of you, right, in terms of the children? Very true, yes. <laughs> yes it's all be- good. Yes, beautiful, beautiful Chloe, who's how old now? Seven and a half. Seven and a half, amazing. The half is and important. It is, it is. It's Well, I meet some adults, though, like in their 20s that, that tell me that. I met somebody recently, he was 24 and a half, and I, I had to keep oh, myself boy. laughing. It's very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something. But, you know, um, how did you really make that decision that you were going to be able to have it all, to have the marriage and the family and do everything that you're going to do, plus, you know, be a superb businesswoman and entrepreneur in this open field? Oh, I love that question. You know, I think it was, um, you know, so early on before I even met my husband, James, um, I knew that uh, I just wasn't cut out to work for someone else. And I had many jobs and had left many jobs and also got fired from many jobs <laughs> um, in, a, in a really positive way. I mean, I kind of joke about that, but it's it's even my last position where I was the PR and marketing director for a university and had this high-level senior staff position and, and my the president of the, of the university was my boss and all this stuff. Um, you know, I... It, what has always happened is I kind of ended up um, get, uh, firing myself out of a job because I would either do it so well that they decided that okay, you're, you, you, we don't even need to do this anymore. We can have, we can use technology because you've set this up in such an easier way, or I've made the decision that it was time to move on. And that last job I had at that university, I had decided that you know what, I was just meant to work for myself. And it was a huge leap of faith for me to just go out there. And I made that decision and I started cleaning out my desk and then I went on vacation for a couple weeks and then I came (laughs) back and they said, you know what, we're downsizing. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, wow, it's amazing when you set your intention what happens. (laughs) Yes, oh, I love that. And that that. was it. And I left and I had a little severance package and that was 12 years ago and I've never looked back. And at the time I had met James and we weren't married, um, but I knew someday if we were going to have children I really wanted my business to be able to support the life that I wanted with my kids and to me that was to be home to raise them and so it was just really a lot of my you know quote-unquote success has really come from just making decisions that have no alternative like I wouldn't do it any other way um, because it wouldn't be successful, it wouldn't be authentic for me, and it wouldn't make us happy. Oh, you know, I, I really love hearing you know what you're saying because this is really another example of concrete proof where if you you know put, set that intention, you want to eliminate things in your life that aren't working, that opens up the space 
for what will work. And I believe it is true. It is a leap of faith, you know, what you did. But what was great about, you know, like leaving the job, you set the intention, went mm-hmm. away and came back, and then it was their idea. It fit into their plans. Yep. So it, was a win- <laughs> it was a win-win. It worked out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, because they were probably worried about, you know, how bad it would be to, to tell you how hard it would be on you. Absolutely, <laughs> because and I was a very active alumni, and that's how I actually ended up with the position. I had no background in that area, but I really wanted that job, so I lobbied hard. <laughs> And it was a very difficult space for them where, oh, my gosh, we have this really well-known active alumni who's been on the board for 10 years and all this, and now we're going to be like, you know what? Your position is being eliminated. So it did. It completely – it always does, doesn't it, Connie? It always works out just as it's supposed to. Yes, it really does, and that's why I think we have to remember not to worry, not to put our energy into that. It can be so hard. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It really is. So now are you seeing any type of entrepreneurial spirit in in your children? Oh, this is a great question. Um, (laughs) Chloe, for sure, my oldest uh, daughter, so she there was something her and Jack did this summer where they were um, they were hiding things at, at our, our lake house. We spent the summer at the lake, and they were hiding things in the in the front yard and near the water. And they both came up to me at one point, and Chloe said, do you want to see where we've set up this, you know, this hidden thing? And I said, sure. She said, that'll be a dollar each <laughs> to me and my husband. And I said, I'll be right back. Let me go get your dollar. I was so yes. proud of her. Yes, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's my girl. Yes. But it really is, and, and I know that's a big piece of, of, of my purpose here is to really model for them that there is always this opportunity to be enterprising and to be entrepreneurial and to be able to decide how your life is going to play out and look for, you know, career and otherwise. But this is a choice. You know, you can choose to do what we do and working for ourselves. Yes, yes, and it really is so important, and it gives us that freedom to to Mm -hmm. do things in a different way. Well, how did you, you know, make that decision that you wanted to really serve other people? Because that's how I describe what I do, and I think, you know, very few people describe it that way. Mm. How did you come to that? Yeah, well, what was interesting was when I was 19, I bought Tony Robbins' personal power cassette tapes, which I still have in my car to this day, by the way. (laughs) And Jack was looking at one yesterday. He's like, what is this? And my car is still old enough that I can play cassette tapes in my car. Um, And I, when I was 19 years old and I was on a break from college, and I, I, I wanted to be a coach. That's what I wanted to do. And then I went back to school and I was going to law school and I did all these other things that everybody else wanted me to do. And then when I left that last position, I said to to James, I want to be a coach. I want to help people do whatever it is that they want to do. I want to be the champion for their dream. I want to serve in that way. And so I started taking coaching classes and you know, kind of all played out from there as far as how I ended up in business coaching. But it really is coming from that place, especially for me to have this, you know, really wonderful life that I've designed specifically so I I don't work a heck of a lot. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah. I make pretty good money, you know, and I'm really happy with with all of the way that it looks. And I love being able to help 
other people do that as well, whether they're moms or they're not moms. My client roster is like 50-50. But they may have something else that they're really passionate about that they want to have the freedom and the time and the money to support. And when you first were doing this, did you know that you were going to do it you know, almost exclusively online, because I know you have some of your own events, you do some things in person, but did you think of it as something that primarily would be done online? I had no idea. I had actually no clue about this whole online thing at all. I, um, you know, had started out, I had a website client, because I had always done something on the side, so I had a website client from uh, when I was working in the university. And so when I left that job, or they left me, um, (laughs) I had that one client that I was helping maintain their their website and I just thought I will that's what I will do for now, you know, while I take coaching classes and figure out how this this can all work, but in my mind it was I was going to be doing the things that I'd always done before when I've done other entrepreneurial things, which was place ads, go door to door, do cold calling, do flyers, go to networking events which I cannot stand those early morning networking events. No, it's exhausting. Oh, and, oh, and yes, so I did all those things, and that was that was my intention was that I was just going to keep knocking on doors that way. And then as I got more um, exposure to sort of this online world and then, and then signed up with my first coach, my first business coach, he was the one who then introduced me to this whole concept of how we can really leverage everything that we do, time and talent both ways, utilizing the power of the internet and through another coach who I ended up who I'm still working with actually. And I at that just blew my mind and I thought, oh, I could actually do this and when someday I have a child, you know, hopefully I'll have a child someday, I can do this from home. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to go to any more of those networking meetings and all that kind of stuff. And like you said, I have added the live component to it for sure at this point, but you know, I've been doing this now for for many years. So I did strictly online I didn't leave my house the first four years of my business because I had a newborn, and then two years later had another newborn. <laughs> so <laughs> I did everything online. Yeah, it keeps you, keeps you kind of busy. Well, who were some of the people that, that you started out with? Who were who some of them that you could share with us? Like, oh, sure. My very first coach, that not a lot of people know him, um, it was Chris Barrow. And he was, he had it, I was living in New York at the time, and he had a weekend event that was the, something like the million dollar, how to have a million dollar coaching practice or something like that. And I thought, well, that's, that's hooking me in. I'm going to go check that out. <laughs> so I went to that event, and it was, you know, very inexpensive and two days. And at the, at the end of it, I just thought, oh, my gosh, I really need to work with this person um, because, you know, he can really get me where I want to go a lot faster than me continuing to spin my wheels and try to figure it out on my own. And I didn't have the money. It was 450 a month to work with him, um, and it was in a group, and I didn't have the money, and my husband came into the city to meet me, and we talked about it. So my husband ended up hiring me to do uh, some editing. He publishes a lot of books. So he hired me to do a big editing project for him so I could pay for my coaching program. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, so it worked out really well. So he was my very first coach. I spent a year with him, learned a ton. He introduced me to my second coach, which was and still is today, uh, Andrea Lee. Oh, and yeah. She came out with a book, Multiple Streams of Coaching Income, and that changed everything for me. Like I totally got the whole leveraging and using the online from her. And so I worked with her in privately and then in groups um, and then privately again and then kind of stepped away for a little while and then now I'm back working with her again in a group. And so 
Um, those have been the two major ones that I've worked with, and then I spent a year working privately with um, Kendall Summerhawk as well. Okay. Got a lot of great stuff from her. Um, so those are the people I worked with directly, and then you know other mentors at other levels, and, and more just you know following what they do, buying their products, that kind of thing. Well, the reason I ask you is because I always say, before you start working with someone, find out you know if they're going to be your mentor. Who is their mentor? Who have been yeah. their mentors? Because so many people, they start out and they're trying to, you know, do like what we're doing, training other people, and they're not studying with anyone. And sometimes they haven't ever studied with anyone. They just jumped in, and it's a very different energy and very different results, not in a good way. I so agree. <laughs> I mean, and that's why. And I think we all need, or at least for me, I need different mentors at different levels at different times. So yes. I've done the groups, and then I've done like the year I spent with Kendall was just. You know, just me and her for 12 months, really focused on my business, and it was, you know, I, it was really intense. Yeah, but that's what I needed at that point in time. And I think I agree, it's really important to have that other person. That I mean, if you're, if you're, it's like being the client you want to, you know, you want to attract. It's like if I want people to work with me, then if I expect them to work with a coach, well, it's it's a, a really reasonable expectation for them for me to be working with coaches, you know, for sure. And I always look at it as that everything that I learn from my coaches and my mentors gets trickled down, you know. It all gets trickled down, and then my clients benefit from the fact that I've been learning from this other person, you know. Yes, I see that just just repeatedly. Well, Mm -hmm. for the first time this summer, I took a class from you, and I knew it was going to be good. I didn't know it was going to be great it was such an incredible experience for me, and I just want to tell everyone, you know, publicly this, that working with you really changed my outlook on what I'm doing in my own business. Oh, well, thank you, Connie. That's so, uh, that's amazing to hear. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I know that you have ongoing uh, programs, and what we want to do now is really talk about one one of the programs, the LEAP program. So how did that get started, and what's it about? Okay, the LEAP program, this is my um, sort of what I call my introduction to Alicia's world kind of program. <laughs> the LEAP program, it's called the LEAP Learning Lab, and LEAP actually stands for Leverage, Elevate, Accelerate, and Prosper. There's a longer tagline, too, but that's pretty much the um, the foundational of it. And what it is, it's a monthly membership program where I teach a training topic each month. But the way that I do it at, the, at that level is it's um, I go ahead and record it, and then we post it up into the membership, uh, but usually the first week of the month. And that way, you know, sort of modeling my lifestyle, that when it's convenient for the members, they can jump in and listen to that particular training call. Um, There's also what I call an implementation either guide or checklist, depending on what the topic is, so they can take action right away. And most of the training calls are, they're relatively short. I mean, some of them have been, you know, 20 minutes, some of them are 30 minutes. So not often do I spend, need to spend an hour on a particular topic. I'm all about the how-to. So I'll, you know, name the topic, like this month is seating. You know, five ways to seed your offers, basically. Um, and so we, I just introduce it and jump into the five ways, and they get the checklist. And sometimes we'll do a transcript, depending on on the topic itself as well, so they can just jump right through um, and start implementing right away. So it's just a super easy entry level membership, and it gives you access to the training with me and coaching with me. 
Um, and the the first month, uh, everyone can try it out for just a dollar. Ooh, fantastic. And I've set up a link for that. It's at connieloves.me forward slash leap, L-E-A-P. Oh, I love that link. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's your official link because that's how I, I think of you, that we can leap into action and do all of Excellent. these things. And another thing that you bring to everything that you're doing, Alicia, that you know, I, I would say most people, probably 99% of us doing things online don't have, is you have an MBA. So you do have that formal training in business that gives you that unique perspective. How does that training that, that you had fit in with what you're doing? How do you see that? I love that question, Connie, because it is, um, you know, only 9% of our population has uh, has an MBA, and we don't see it often online. And, I, I you know, and my MBA is in leadership, so it, that piece of it always plays out in, as in terms of how are you making a stand in your market, how are you standing out in your market, what's that line in the sand you'll you'll draw to take that leadership role in, in, in your everyday business too. How are you stepping into that CEO position of your business, whether you call yourself that or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it is I have found, and I actually had to really think about that, um, like, well, how is this playing out? But so much of like organiz- what I learned in organizational management and strategic planning, those are the biggest pieces that have really come out from that you know more formal education that I can apply um, you know bring it to the business owners that I work with and the clients that I work with, and how they're really designing that business. A big piece is always about team and the right team members and the organization and how you actually work with in the organization together and who plays in what roles. And the strategic planning part, even so, oh, even so much more, I had a call this morning about, you know, um, another person wanting to set up a, a, a VIP virtual day just to do their strategic plan. And that's the part I love. <laughs> I love planning. So I'm like, and I'm a paper and pen planner. Like I need the calendar. I can't do it online, all that kind of stuff. So um, I, those two pieces really, being able to take that bigger picture view and plan things out for the next 12 to 18 months so you're not building your business basically by the seat of your pants. You know, which is what a lot of people do, and I did it the first three, four years of my business, so I'm raising my hand. But you can take the stress off a whole lot and make things a lot smoother. If you if you can look at it really from that leadership position and, and both in terms of what your role is, what your team's role is, and who are the people you really need, and then also to have the bigger picture plan and have the, the strategic pieces in place to make things run so much easier and so much more smoothly. And then that way everybody kind of knows what they're supposed to be doing at any given time as well. Yes, that's that's perfect because if people are not doing what, what you're teaching, then what happens is they relive their first year online over, over and over. over. You're so right. It's so true. And then they wonder, like, because they finish one launch or, or start a program, and then they're like, oh, my gosh, now what do I do? Yeah. i got to get something else going. And that gets really stressful after a while. Yes, definitely. And I loved in, in your course that I took. What was the course called that I that I took? I'm sorry, I don't remember the, the name. It, that's okay. It was I think it was a 21 Steps Live. Yes, course. yes, the 21 yeah. Steps. Yes, and the way you laid out everything step by step. I guess that that was an excellent title for that. <laughs> but the way that you approach, you know, the sales funnel and just getting everything, getting all of your ducks in a row 
so that you aren't just, you know, jumping off the building and hoping that the trampoline is in place below. Instead, no, you know what to expect, and it can still be fun. It still can be spontaneous and exciting. Absolutely. But it's business. Yeah, exa- oh, exactly. <laughs> if you're, you know, and if you're serious about it, I mean, I love to have fun and. Like I said, I, I you shot a video yesterday where I'm like, I like to work as little as possible, you know, but I still want to make money. But, you know, I want to take the summer off. And so I plan my all of my income-producing activities that require me to show up live the rest of the year so I can take that time off. But if I didn't do – if I didn't X those months out – when I set up the plan in the first place, it's very unlikely I would be able to take that time because I would be worried about keeping the cash flow going. But because I don't do it that way, because I do plan and stay nimble in the plan, so I'm glad that you said that because we want to be spontaneous and we want to leave space open for other opportunities to come that might change the plan a little bit. You may drop something you planned on doing or you may push it out. That happens all the time. But at least if you have the plan in place, you're getting where you want to go faster and much more likely 80% of the time, if not 100% of the time. Excellent, excellent. Because I know that, you know, when I had wanted to have you as a podcast guest, we talked about it in June, and you said, you know, basically I'm not available during the summer. So I just flipped, you know, I have no problem flipping my calendar. I use a wall calendar also. I flipped my calendar. And October 1st, I made a note to contact you. And I thought, well, that fits in. I honor and respect that. And, and that works because, you know, if I was desperate and needed you to be on the call immediately, well, then what does that say about my business? Exactly. That I'm, that I'm not organized with it. Well, you know, what advice can you give to someone that's really just starting out and they don't have the business background? And it's not like any of us are, are going to go back to, to school and, and pick that up. You know, what advice would you give us in terms of just thinking of our business and um, kind of maybe making up for the fact that, that we don't have more formal training? What, mm-hmm. what, should we, what should we do and how should we think about it? I, you know, it's such a great question because I think – there's so first of all there's so much information about what we can do to build our businesses um so i always want to encourage any wherever level you're at whether you're just starting out or you're you know kind of in the you know first beginning stages or if you're even more seasoned is what we talked about earlier is finding someone that you can model and whether that's a formal mentorship program or it's just someone who's a little further on the path than you are that you can actually learn from so to have that either in one person or actually to have it even in a group of your peers and your colleagues but getting some some level of support that will enable you to to ask questions and filter all of that information that's out there. So some kind of support, whether it's it's a like I said, like a paid mentorship program or it's an, an informal group of your peers. But to make it easier to be able to do that, and then to always ask yourself, what's what's the next piece of info I need? What's the next piece of information I need to move my business forward? So we usually know we have these, and I know I do, these huge task lists with all these things that we want to do and we're doing and we need to do in our business. But just to take the next step, ask yourself that question. What's the next thing that I need to know 
in order to move my business forward. That, you know, that was the question I asked myself when I birthed the coaching business and my daughter in the same year, was what's one <laughs> thing I can do today that's going to move my business forward? So what's the next little piece of information I need? And then seek that out, implement it, and then move on to the next. Excellent. You, you just, you know, you have such such wisdom, Alicia. I, I appreciate that so much with everything that, that you're sharing. You're just you're a marvelous role model for entrepreneurship. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. A blessing. <laughs> well, I, I you know I encourage people if you're listening and if you really resonate with what Alicia and I have been talking about, you do want to check out her program. I can highly recommend her. I don't recommend anyone that I haven't spent time, money, and energy with. So go to ConnieLoves.me forward slash Leap. And also, where can they go directly to see your, your site? Oh, great. They can go right to AliciaForest.com. Um, and the site's there. I have a little video there. They can opt in to get my um, six simple steps to six figures, even if you're starting from scratch, uh, which is an audio interview, but it's also available in text format for those people like me who'd rather read than listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, everything's there, all the different coaching programs, and including the Leap Learning Lab is there as well, but uh, AliciaForest.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you, Connie. I totally enjoyed talking with you. This is wonderful. <laughs> All right. This is Connie Reagan-Green. I've been speaking with Alicia Forrest. I'm from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. Be sure to go over to ConnieReaganGreenPodcast.com, and that way you can have access to all of the calls in the podcast series. Thanks again.